dear friends, it's Carly, and welcome to another episode of the I Learned Podcast. <sighs> this is like, feels a little bit like kicking it old school because it's going back to the early days when I just really felt like making an episode, but I didn't really have anything to talk about. And I've done this enough times to know that that means that there's something that I want to say, but even I don't get to know what it is at the time. And a lot of times that usually means it's going to be something that my ego doesn't want to say, but my soul needs to say. So I think we're on the verge of something along those lines. So we shall see. It's been a wonderful day so far. Uh, I've been listening still to a lot of Eckhart Tolle, uh, And I think if you had to sum up what he teaches as far as like his area, I think the main thing he's teaching is presence, like how to be present in your right now moment. You know, he says over and over that, you know, there's remembering the past and that happens in your right now moment. And there's picturing the future and that happens in your right now moment. And the future never arrives as the future because when it arrives, It's the right now moment. So like all we ever have is our right now moment. And so that's where practicing presence, the goal is not to, this was, the goal is not to change what I'm doing, but to do what I'm doing with a greater presence, with a greater awareness. And it just, it does feel really, really good to practice that and it feels like kind of the logical next step for where I am is to like okay so I really like how my life is unfolding and now it's like bam here's this teacher that's like okay and here's how you get even more out of your present moment like wow okay that yeah that's exactly what I want to learn how to do uh so yeah it's serving me really well uh especially around my emotions and managing my emotions and my relationship with my emotions and how I choose to respond and be put into action when emotion flows through me. Um, So I've been like on purpose practicing this whole presence thing for maybe a week, probably not quite a week. And in the last two days, I have been triggered like multiple times and had like powerful waves of emotion wash through me. And even that is like a very different experience when you're practicing patient or patience, practicing presence where like I'm observing the emotional wave. I'm not identifying as the emotional wave. And it kind of come for me, like how I thought about it before Uh, was like the surfer like either you're under the wave and you're being drowned and like pummeled and every time you think you're coming up for for air like you get to the surface and another wave just crashes down on you that's how I used to feel about my emotions and then learning emotion management I feel like I kind of started to be able to surf a little bit like to ride on top of the emotional wave and feel its energy, no doubt, and let it move me, no doubt. But now I'm participating with a certain amount of skill and I didn't really have 
Well, I guess I called it the observation deck. Like I try to get to the observation deck while I'm having powerful emotions. And the whole idea of the observation deck is that you observe. You don't, you don't be down in it. You try to get above it and look at it so that you can see what it is. Um, and there is a little bit of dissociation that it takes to be on the observation deck, right? You have to disassociate from those emotions to be apart from them so that you can see the entire emotional energy for what it is as it moves through us. And <clears throat> that all fits so perfectly. And I feel like he's kind of teaching this and that's his whole body of work is like how to do this, like in, in another word, like he doesn't use this terminology, but like he teaches people how to get on the observation deck. He's teaching presence and that's what it is. And like, really, you know, the way to practice anything is to do it while it's easy. And that means practicing presence when you're calm, when you're in a safe space, when you're feeling decently good, you're feeling optimistic, like that's a good time to practice it. And then the fruits of that practice will hopefully show up when you're in a moment, like you're having a powerful wave of emotions run through you. That's not necessarily the time to like try to practice presence for the first time. Um, but yeah, these, these few days of really tuning into it. And I, I tried to say a couple times on the last episode and it never came out, but I'll say it here. Like when I'm practicing presence, basically how I do that is I try to be entertained by my breath. I let it be silent. I let, you know, let myself be doing whatever I'm doing, whether that's driving or showering or whatever. And in addition to that stimuli, I have my breath to focus on and that anytime my mind starts wandering and like picturing the future or playing out conversations or whatever it goes to, um, I bring it back and I focus on the breath and I look around the car and I, you know, like focus back into the dishes I'm getting out of the dishwasher or my shampoo that I'm putting on my hair, like whatever it is that I'm doing, bring my awareness back to that present moment. So like he, he likes to say, Eckhart Tolle, um, that you don't really need to meditate, like meditation as it stands, like as a practice of sitting there quietly with your eyes closed. Um, you don't really have to do that. You can do like mini meditations and practice this presence and this like awareness of your right now moment. You can do that while you're loading the dishwasher. You can bring your full attention into what you are doing in this right now moment and don't be wandering through planning other moments and what you're going to have for dinner later and that you have to get those things mailed out and that you need to go call that person back and like all of these things like that's your mind wandering away from the present moment and the whole idea of practicing presence is to get the most out of your right now moment because any opportunity that's ever going to cross your path is going to do so in the right now moment. So basically every single right now moment is an opportunity for you to witness the next, like the next step in the unfolding of your life, like in the unfolding of your desires. And if we're in our heads, allowing our minds to wander outside the now moment, we're no longer paying attention to what's going on in front of us. And 
the now moment no longer has our attention and the likelihood of us missing those opportunities for our desires to come to life, that's running rampant. When we're all soaked up in our thoughts and allowing our thinking minds to drive the bus, we don't pay attention. We don't stop. We don't engage with those little opportunities that seem mundane and in the present moment. So it's like, it seems so simple. And I've said before that I haven't, I've tried to listen to his stuff and I really wasn't able to, I think a lot because I still had so much chaos in my mix of vibrations that like his pace and his style, I mean, he is, he is moving at a glacial pace because basically every talk he gives is like a meditation of sorts. Like you really have to find stillness to hear what he's saying. And I don't think I was capable of finding that level of stillness until here very recently. And yeah, it's, it's amazing. A, it's amazing how much more clearly I can see the emotions that are coming up inside of me. Um, and realizing that like, there's so much that I push down on a normal basis without even really realizing that I am. Um, I just like tune out of it and just forget that it's there. And that's easy to do if you're constantly, I mean, I, I was constantly having background noise of some sort or music, or I'm watching something or I'm listening to something or I'm doing something and like very little of, of the space in my awareness was just left open to appreciate, you know, the sun and the clouds and the quality of my breath and how good it feels to breathe deeply and how good it feels to move my body and, to, yeah, like (laughs) all of these things sound so simple. And if I guess five years ago where I started from, like, I just wasn't ready to hear it. I wasn't ready to hear that this was the answer. And I still, you know, I don't know that there ever really is an end all be all answer, but I do feel the power of stepping into this place of presence where Every single moment I'm able to rendezvous with my desires, my desire for freedom and happiness and enjoyment and ease through the world. Um, yeah, it's, it's so simple and yet so delicious and so easy And in that sense, like it really brings up, um, you know, that sometimes we think things have to be hard because we're basically trying to prove ourselves to someone and what he's teaching and what I'm practicing at this point and sharing about in this moment is that like, really, if you take the path of greatest ease, if you just let go of all of the worrisome, unnecessary thoughts that cloud up your, your awareness and you just observe the present moment. You just look on to every beautiful thing around you and just appreciate it. That basically life, life is different than like the only freedom that ever exists for us is happening inside of ourselves. I know I've said that before and it, it bears repeating. It really does because Like the only freedom that there ever is, it's not financial. It has nothing to do with our job. 
It has nothing to do with our relationship status or the amount of savings we have in the bank. Our freedom is inside of ourselves between us and the amount of worry that we subject ourselves to. And it can be worry about anything, worry about any ounce of your well-being being uncertain. You know, anytime we worry about uncertainty, we are losing track of the dominant well-being that is who we really are. That like, just as living, like this is where, oh my goodness, like zoom out. The The sun came up this morning, the, the food is growing, the, you know, the planet is moving perfectly around the sun so that we can stay a nice cozy temperature. Um, there are so many things happening. And even within you, like your, your universe, like your lungs are breathing on their own and your heart is beating without you even thinking about it. And, you know, to like get up and go to the bathroom, most of us, like we just do it. We don't even think about like, okay, body now stand up. You're going to need to stack your bones so that you can get up out of this chair and then take your right foot and move it about a foot and a half forward. And, and then left foot, Hey, you come on and swing on forward and you move. It's not like it's so easy. The well being is so dominant. It's everywhere. And like, this is what he's teaching is like, you know, so often we're reaching for the future because something is there that we haven't created yet, or we're focusing backwards towards the past because there was something really sweet there and we're trying to get back to it. And all of that is shutting us off from the only magic we ever have access to, which is in our now moment. The path of most ease. The path of most fun. The path of only thinking the thoughts that are necessary and letting all of those unnecessary thoughts go. And I'm as guilty as the next person. That's why I say I'm practicing this. It isn't about knowing how to do it and having it and being it and I got a gold star and I'm good to go. No, it's like I got like a week under my belt of like paying more attention on purpose because I intend to because I see the benefit of it. I can feel it when I do connect to like appreciating the present moment or letting my breath entertain me as I practice. Um, when I remember like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I wasn't going to just let my thoughts run away with me. Oh, okay, so yeah, I'm going to let that go. And as Adrienne says on Yoga with Adrienne, she says, take the deepest breath you've taken all day. And I tell myself that every time I like, you know, I remember, oh yeah, I'm not supposed to let my mind just run away from me. So like, I'm going to like drop that and then I'm going to take the deepest breath I've taken all day. And a total... You know, just even if you can only do one breath, like I just try to get through one breath of like, I am putting my full undivided attention onto this breath and how satisfying it is to take it in and to release it, to feel how good my body feels to take in this oxygen and that my lungs just do it. Like, have you ever like really tried to observe an inhale? Like where are the muscles where is the apparatus that actually when you inhale, how does that even work? Like, oh my God, it just blows my mind. Like how dominant the well-being truly is. 
when you are tuned into the now moment and appreciating it. Like everything that takes away from enjoyment of our now is like worrying about the future or fretting over this, what somebody said. And again, I am like the only reason that I'm coming to this and like really realizing the difference is because these last couple days, like getting triggered by different things and realizing how much my mind will just like run away from me. Like I've witnessed it more in these last couple of days, those emotions that get triggered, the thoughts and the stories that come forward and oh my God, like I've seen myself trying to prove myself like six different times in the last three days. And I'm just like, wow, I've, I don't even think I've ever witnessed myself doing that in real time. And here I am witnessing that this line of thought that you're on, this, this journaling that you're doing, this story that you're telling, the way that you're expressing this is you needing to prove something to somebody who's like, you're sitting in the room by yourself. Like there's nobody here. Um, but here I am trying to prove that I'm, I'm right and I'm validated and I'm justified. And in that moment, this is where presence is worth its weight in gold. In that moment of realizing that that's what I, I was doing, I was doing it unconsciously. That's what ego is. It comes from an unconscious place of like, that's just my knee jerk reaction. And when I realize, hey, you're, pro you're trying to prove yourself, my soul pipes up and is like, but we know that you don't have to prove yourself at all, that your well-being is dominant, that your deservability is guaranteed just because you're here. So you don't have to prove yourself. And like, like at least three or four of those times that I witnessed myself trying to prove myself, I was able to like literally let go of that whole chain of thought where I was like trying to explain my side of it and why I did what I did or whatever so that I could feel like, no, I was right. I'm justified. I'm like, you're not on the witness stand, Carly. No one is cross-examining you right now. You don't have to think about this. You can put that down and you can look out your window with the little yellow butterfly that's flapping on the yard. Oh my gosh, there's two of them. Oh, they're chasing each other. <laughs> they really are. Look at them go. Oh, it's like that. It's like, make your choice. You know, do you want to fret or do you want to feel good? And the amount of unconscious fretting that I've witnessed in the last few days is absolutely mind-blowing. I'm like, wow, I had no idea I still had this much, like just chatter, like negative, unnecessary looping. It's called looping where like you just like are, it's kind of the same story over and over and over and over again. Like every time something happens, it's, you need to tell the same story and the, watching those stories that come up and like witnessing the patterns between the stories and then getting to hear my soul talk to my ego and together we all decided that it would feel better if I let go of that story and maybe that's not permanent but for sure it was in that right now moment and as we already established that's all we ever have so yeah that's that's where my mind is lately like and it feels again like I said so simple almost like so simple it's complicated it's it, it feels difficult for me it feels like it would be so much easier to get lost in a million thoughts, but to hold my awareness on this right now moment and my, 
my five senses, my my observation of this moment, of my external world, of my internal world, that that's all I have to do. You know, it can be that simple. The only freedom that we ever experience is us letting ourselves be free from what's going on in our minds. Letting go of the useless, unnecessary looping that they're just stories. They're just stories that we tell ourselves. And wow, I I just like, <laughs> I love that this is where I am after like a week of practicing this presence. And I, I can't wait to see like, what does another week, what does another 30 days, another six months look like of really trying to let go of the unnecessary chatter and just be in the joy of the moment. I saw a quote on Instagram. Hopefully I can remember what it is, but it basically said like, instead of wondering what do I need to change to get what I want, it's about wondering what do I need to let go What do I need to unbecome to let in what I want? Like everything is always right there. Everything that we need is available to us. And we are the ones who stop it from being what we want. We, well-being is dominant and we are the ones that pinch ourselves off from that well-being that is dominant. And what I'm realizing after just a week of practicing presence and listening to Eckhart and listening to what he's saying and digesting his concepts. And he did a really good, uh, he has all different styles of content and this happened to be a Q and a. So there's a lady who asked a question and then there's his answer. And the title of it was neediness. And he goes through like what neediness is because really it's a deviation from your present moment. It's saying that something else would be more satisfying than where I am right now. I need this. I need this. I need this. I need this. And that's your ego talking, but I'll link it in the description. Cause it was really good. That was one of the videos I listened to this morning, but yeah, it's not something that I think I've even probably begun to scratch the surface on how many of these unconscious stories I'm still telling and practicing the ability to witness myself telling these stories and witness myself getting defensive and going into the energy of trying to prove myself or trying to prove something to somebody. Getting to see that lets me make a conscious choice on who do I want to be and let me tune in from my whole awareness, my soul level, higher self, not just the small little you know, going back to the previous episode of like, there's the tennis ball me, there's the small eye, and then there's the beach ball me, there's the larger, broader eye, um, my entire being that includes my soul and all of the energetic forms of me that may or may not fit all inside this one tiny human body. Um, there is a larger sense to who I am and I want to live from that space You know, my soul had a reason for being born. All of us did. And I want to live that reason. I want to honor my soul level being. And practicing presence lets me 
it doesn't stop me from acting out my unconscious behaviors, right? Like it's not the cure, it's the tool for witnessing when I'm acting out unconscious behaviors, right? Like if I focus into a place of awareness and conscious attention and every time my mind wanders, I bring it back to a place of conscious attention, my brain won't be able to slip into unconscious for very long before I catch that I'm in the unconscious space instead of the conscious because I'm building a practice of bringing my self back from unconscious into conscious attention and yeah that's what's been happening is like I'll be acting out the unconscious behavior of like arguing with someone in my head or giving my you know my put myself on a pedestal and like tell my side of the story like I'm like I said on the witness stand so when that starts happening my brain just like runs right away from me but I'm already like building the muscle of like realizing when I go on one of those unconscious rants and can bring myself back to a conscious space. And so already I'm witnessing this behavior and curbing that behavior and rerouting it into a more holistic, a holistic, what am I trying to say? A more holistic representation of the broader me that I am and that I want to be from my soul level. Um, and I know that like, you know, the outer world is a reflection of your inner world. So if, if I'm like already feeling so free and already having like so many good things unfold around me, and then I let go of even more of the things that are standing in my way. Like, I can't wait to see what's coming next. I can't wait to see how this continues to play out. All I know is that right here, right now, like this now moment, and now this now moment, and now this now moment, they feel really good. Like taking a deep breath inside this body feels really good. And I'm beginning to think that's really all there ever is. Like we say that we need money because it's freedom and, you know, that's the story we tell. But you can have a big pile of money in the bank and still not feel free. Like that kind of wealth, like freedom, freedom of choices. Like I feel like I have all the choices and all I really ever need is the confidence to make my choice and to let myself have what I want. I'm witnessing more and more through my presence that there are, and I say this with a chuckle and with a, like, you know, just once again on a deeper level, realizing that the growth process is never over. Like, I've done so much work to let go of my old stories and my unproductive patterns and all of these things that, you know, I wished that I could be happy and now I am happy and there's still work to do. There's still shadows and there's still pieces bubbling to the surface that want attention and want loving, healing energy wrapped around them. And it just kind of like 
makes me chuckle that like here I am the happiest I've ever been and there is still like so much healing work ahead of me and I'm so grateful that now I have this one more tool of my presence like practicing and strengthening my muscle for being in the present moment and how that serves me in this path of doing my shadow work and doing my soul healing and leaning into what my soul came forward to do. And now here, this, this tool of practicing presence, it fits right in beautifully, like they always do. The ordering of everything is completely right on. Exactly where we are in this moment is completely right on. It's where we were meant to be. So many things have come together to bring us to this right now moment. And everything that unfolds afterwards will be perfect to bring us to those right now moments. And in every right now moment, we have the opportunity to connect with that broader awareness. And that's where our joy lives. That's where our freedom lives. That's where our sense of soul level fulfillment lives. I'm at this point, I'm basically understanding that soul level fulfillment just means that you're living from a place of consciousness. You no longer let your unconscious or your ego drive the bus. You didn't kick him off. He's part of the package. Like he's, he's on the bus, but he's not in the driver's seat. He's in the back spouting off about whatever he's scared of and wants us to pay attention to. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, yeah, we get it. And we're still driving the bus where we want to go. So yeah, I, I got my soul in the driver's seat and that feels really good. And As good as it gets, I can only say that it just keeps getting better and better and better and better and better. And it seems like the more I tell that story, the better it gets. So here's to here's to your world getting better and better and better. And even more so, here's to you recognizing that you could be telling that story already, that your life already has gotten better and better and better. And just repeat it like a mantra. My life is getting better and better and better. And every now moment is a slight improvement over the one before. Tell that story and watch it come true. <laughs> uh, thank you, dear friends, for sharing this space with me, as always. I wish you many delicious deep breaths in your days to come. Many now moments with you realizing that your life is already a wonderful reflection of your beautiful spirit. Until next time, dear friends, you take good care, and so will I. <laughs>